Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Can you allow yourself to wake up every single morning with the faith, trust, and confidence that the universe has your back, that angels have your back, that in fact there are archangels that are totally there to support you. This is about really tapping into, in a conscious way, something that is available to you. We have love and light all around us all of the time that is constantly at our fingertips, at our words, at our wishes, and at our heart's desire. If we will simply just reach out and know that we can ask for that, we can ask for that assistance uh, as our own step in free will to know that we will get supported. It's much of what uh, I do believe myself, and as the author of Conversations with the Universe, I talk a lot about how the universe speaks to us in so many different ways. So tonight's conversation is really exciting for me because I have an amazingly beautiful woman, an author, that talks about how to really engage also this conversation in another way and in a way that has been really, really intimate in her own life and is something that is so intimate in all of our lives if we allow ourselves to. I know I certainly tap into the angels all of the time, and in fact, 1111 itself symbolizes the 1,111 angels that have been holding space for, uh, for all of this transition. It's, it's, they are the ones that, that do the, the pre-encoded triggers on the clocks and all of these different things that are taking place. And there are many different dimensions that we move through. And so tonight we're going to talk about invoking the archangels. And Sunny Dawn Johnston has a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul. And that is what we are going to be discussing and learning about. This is a process that uses the energy of the seven archangels to heal the heart from the inside out. And when you begin to see, feel, and know your true value, your innate worthiness, the healing will begin. And once you begin to love yourself as the archangels love you, you will want to use this process in every challenging area of your life, whether it is relationships, addictions, career issues, health issues, or anything else that's going on. By invoking the power of the archangels, you actually can help transform your heart from a state of fear to a realization of the love that has always existed within. Uh, Sunny Don Johnston has authored the book Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, in addition to the newly released No Mistakes that is in collaboration with Madison Taylor and Heather Asamara. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Sunny to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm thrilled to have you here. I have known people that have worked with you, and I have heard nothing but amazing, stunning comments, and I have personally not been able to see you speak, but I've heard even in seeing you speak, there is such an aura and such a radiance that comes from you, and it is, I'm assuming, also so much a part of the connection that you have with the archangels, which is why you are the perfect person to share this message. Yeah, you know, I, number one, thank you for that. I appreciate that. I, I, I just, I, you know, I just share what comes to me and through me, um, just like all of us, I think, but certainly being uh, exposed to and connected with the angels for so much of my life, you know, starting at 13 years old, uh, I do think that, that that energy people connect with and, and that energy of unconditional love that they feel. And, you know, although I'd like to take credit, I don't think I can, but it sounds good. 
<laughs> well, I think that I think that every one of us have our own voice and way of helping people connect. And I think the book that you've created, Invoking the Archangels, really does provide some beautiful, very simple ways of developing, um, I'm going to call it a conversation, because although it seems like a practice, it really is an engagement, it seems, of communication or relationship, especially for someone that may not have realized that they can co-create in the world in this way. Absolutely. And, you know, I've never had it actually referred to that way as a conversation, but that's exactly what it is always for me. You know, some people think that they need to go and and, and do some specific type of thing, an invocation or something, which you can, and I I share some of those tools, but it's an ongoing conversation for me. That's exactly what it is. Well, and I want to talk a little bit about that because so often we do get caught up in the ritual way of doing things or the methods that it seems like are right. And the way that I have read through through your book, um, the reason I use the word conversation is because it seems to be a very relaxed way. And, and that, in my heart, feels as if it would allow things to flow in an even more powerful way for unfolding. Absolutely. You know, I, I, as I was writing the book, I... I I gave some examples and some opportunities of, of invocations, ways that you can use formal, a formal invocation to bring in the energy of the angels. But in it, I also make very clear that, you know, saying, hey, guys, will work too. You know, it, it really is having that conversation and just saying, you know, I'm looking for help. I'm needing support. Please, please help me. And it, everything in my as far as spiritually to me, I, I'm spirit first, so it's very, very natural, and there's no, no formality to it. I think we as, as human beings and, and religion and a lot of different things have created to have to be formal, and I just think that that sets us up for failure. It's not necessary. Well, and in coming from that place of knowing that you're spirit first, I think that there are probably many people that have that as a linear concept. There are many people that um, feel that at times, how do you allow yourself to stay grounded in, the, in that rather than more grounded in the humanness aspect? You know, that's a great question because I, I uh, many years ago, I had um, an experience where for, for many years I liked being just, I would just say, up in the angel world, the airy-fairy world. I, I, that world was really cool. It was more peaceful. I didn't like being in the body. Uh, the body was difficult. I'm clairsentient, so I feel everybody's pain and everybody's sadness. And so I would try to escape the body at any time that I could. And, and, and so the angels and, and working with them was like, you know, a piece of cake. And uh, at one point, I, I started getting sick. I was having physical issues over and over and over again, constantly. And um, Spirit said to me, you are here to be in the body. You are here to experience this physical aspect. You are spirit embodied be present in the body. And I was like, oh, boy, I don't want, I don't want to do that. It's, it's uncomfortable. But as soon as I embrace that, I say, okay, wait, I, I already am spirit. I know that. But if I can integrate the two and where, you know, where our spirit and our body meet are, is in the heart, the center of our body. And so if I, can, if I can come from a heart-based place and stay present with what's happening in my physical body and and be connected to the angelic realm and deceased energies and, and that type of thing. That's going to be the most, the place of harmony. And, and I wanted harmony in my life. 
Well, and I think that, that you said something that really a lot of people could identify with. Uh, there's so many that live outside of their bodies or stay so deeply entrenched in their heads or in escapist methods that they are not really uh, in their physicality or in, in their true form here um, in a very different way than what you talked about being in the angelic realm. So you start off the book talking about spiritual helpers. How can we use these uh, spiritual helpers to also help us get back into our body and feel safe there so that we can even deepen this relationship that we want to build? Well, you know, what what I learned uh, at a young age, and I pushed against it for many years, but what I learned was that the angels were communicating with me through my body. <laughs> you know, they were, they were giving me signs. They were showing me things. I was hearing things. I was feeling things in my body. And, and if I wasn't present in the body, I missed all of that. And mm-hmm. so that was one thing that although it, was, um, it took time for me to recognize that, it was one of the things that really helped me stay present in the body was I wanted to have that connection. And so in order for me to have that connection, you know, I could go off and and go into a a meditative space or I could get stuck in my head with all the negative thoughts. But if I really wanted to have that connection with spirit, I had to be present in the body so that I could could listen clearly and observe what it was they were trying to say to me, what it was that they were uh, messages of guidance and support that they were giving me. And so that was what helped me then go, okay, I got to do it different than I have been because I'm asking for this. I need to be open to receive it, and I'm going to receive those messages through this physical vehicle that I have. Oh, that's perfect. And I think that's so helpful for people to know because because we do sometimes, especially for having physical pain, the last place we want to be is in this body. Absolutely. And, and to look at that um, as the archangels also assisting in trying to shift us is a very, very powerful place because we are light. We may be... Uh, the density of light, or we may be the expanded brightness of light, but regardless, we are light. And you talk about that being an energetic vibrational scale. Talk about that uh, vibrational scale so that people can understand how we sit on that, or, or is that a vertical thing? Is it a horizontal thing? How does that work? You know, the vibrational scale is... is um I think that the easiest way to explain it is it's a vertical scale, and, and, and this is just to give an example so people can visualize this, but at the base of that scale are those of us, the, us, the physical beings, and uh, the next vibration above us are deceased, deceased loved ones, and the next vibration above that are spirit guides, and the next vibration above that are ascended masters, and then angels and archangels, and then the God of your understanding, the divine. And the reason I created that scale was to help people see that as dense beings, the reason we're dense is because we're in the physical body, where we're spirit, but we are spirit embodied now, so we have the density just because we're physical beings. That if we want to connect with any of those higher vibrations, loved ones, ascended masters, archangels, then our, our, our work becomes raising our vibration, bringing more light into our body, um, and being able to be present in the body as that light comes in, recognizing those signs and symbols and messages. And, 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 and when we're present with it, then we get it. It's, it's when we get in the, you know, the darkness or the frustration, we get stuck in our head or, or we get depressed or hateful or whatever it was, that we're in that dense energy and we can't feel and see and hear the spirit world. My guest today is Sunny Dawn Johnston. 
and she's an inspirational speaker, a compassionate spiritual teacher, an internationally acclaimed psychic medium, and an author. She is uh, the author of two amazing books, Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, and the recently released No Mistakes in combination with Madison Taylor and Heather Asamara. She is also going to be at Celebrate Your Life in Sedona, October 31st, along with many other events that you can find at her website, which is SunnyDawnJohnston.com. That's SunnyDawnJohnston.com. Definitely check her out and check out all of the things that she does. I'm sure that you'll find that all very beautiful and a lot of things you may want to tap into. In addition, check out The Rebel Road. I have been inspired to embark on the road over the next 11 months to hit 66 cities in a caravan of light, allowing people to come forward and share their gifts and spotlight those who are being a rebel in their own lives to be the example and the inspiration for all of us to continue to move forward into our true authenticity and the divine passion that flows from our heart. It's time to allow the unique genius of each one of us to come fully forward, and the Rebel Road is the path to take. So definitely check out therebelroad.com so that you can find out the cities or how you can be a part of it. We'll be right back with Sunny Dawn Johnston. Again, that's SunnyDawnJohnston.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. I invite you to tap into 1111 Magazine. That is my gift to humanity. It is created uh, every two months to allow you to be exposed to a lot of the amazing, gifted people around the world, from authors to speakers to singers and artists. Uh, You can find out more about that at 1111mag.com and subscribe for your free lifetime subscription. The new issue for July and August is out, and there are some beautiful features by Maureen Moss, Esther Nicholson, Rudy Siegel, Lamar Holmes, so many beautiful voices 
that are sharing all types of wisdom in that. So definitely tap into that and have uh, have fun with it. No one is truly alone. Every person can at any moment call upon not only one archangel, but seven specific archangels to bring blessings and protection. You just need to learn how to ask. In this instructional book, Sunny Dawn Johnston will show you how to call out to each individual archangel, to know them by name, and to develop your own special relationship with each and every one of them. Sunny details the qualities, gifts, and traits of each of the seven archangels in her very heartwarming prose, and she forms a really clear picture of the abundant energies, vibration, and the unconditional love that each of the archangels have for us. Definitely check out the book, Invoking the Archangels. It's a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, and you can find out more about this, uh, her upcoming event at Celebrate Your Life, her speaking event in Sedona, October 31st, and everything else that is going on, and that is SunnyDawnJohnston.com. Sunny, welcome back. I have a question uh, where we left off with the vibrational scale, mm-hmm. and on that scale, uh, you have angels and you have archangels, and I think that, that there are those people that do talk to their angels um, but may not consider talking to the archangels. Can you speak of the distinction between the two of them and when and how we utilize all of these uh, supportive helpers, spiritual helpers that we have? You know, I, I think for in general terms, uh, if we are just calling in your angels, that whatever you're doing works. Um, for me, the archangels are who started appearing. I saw my guardian angel when I woke up in the middle of the night when I was 13 years old, and I started asking for more experiences like that because it was the only time up until that point in my life that I'd felt peace and calm and relaxation and serenity, and so I wanted more of that. And these beings started coming to me uh, as the archangels. So that's where I even was introduced to. I didn't even know what one was. I'd never heard of one. My experience or awareness at this point is that um, the archangels, in a way to explain it to in human terms, are just a higher vibration. So in our, in our language, we might call them the overseers of or kind of the heads of departments, so to speak. But I don't think that that's necessary. Again, that's more of just the way we organize things in this human world. Uh, but they're, they're kind of, it's kind of like being able to say, okay, Archangel Raphael and his legions, um, Raphael represents healing. So I just call on Raphael and, and that energy of healing, although he has a huge support team like we all do, um, can, can, that energy can flow through us, to us and through us. So it really is, is part of the book I wrote was in a way to help people understand and organize it because I understand that without having the experience, there's not a way to lay the foundation. And the beauty of this book, too, I think, is that you shared much of your own story and how this, these relationships started to develop. Um, and, and they came through challenge. They came through sickness, and they came through some different challenges that you were going through. So is, is, that, um, is that part of the reason you think that the angels started appearing, or is that um, what happened to allow you to open enough to tap into this? You know, I, I think a little bit of both. I think uh, initially after I saw that guardian angel and felt her energy, which was what was so um, profound for me, I wanted to have that experience again, so I did ask. Uh, and then I had a series of events that happened in my life, um, a lot of them uh, difficult, painful experiences, that um, I think, you know, some people have heard of the spiritual two-by-four. Um, yeah. 
that's usually the way I got it, right? I didn't, I, the subtleties didn't work for me. I would be hit over the head. And so, you know, one of the, the main um, uh, turning points for me in really opening up, because I was very aware of the angelic realm and I was aware that I could call them in. And at times, for a lot of the time, especially in my early, my teenage years and, early, and, and even into my early 20s, I didn't feel deserving or worthy of asking even for their help or support or guidance. I felt like um, uh, there were other people that were more deserving than I was. Um, but I had a major experience uh, at, at when I had my, my son. Uh, I was a, a pregnant teenage mom and, and 18 years old. Um, you know, pregnant with him, I developed toxemia and preeclampsia and eclampsia. And, uh, and after I had him, well, while I was in labor with him, I had a stroke. And... Um, Shortly after, uh, I developed a 106.3 degree temperature, and I had that fever for almost three weeks. And the doctors came into mm-hmm. my hospital room one day, and they said, um, you, "We need you to sign this paper. There's nothing more we can do for you. We don't. None of the medications working. The antibiotics aren't working. We can't find the source of the infection." And so they asked me to sign my rights away to my son, and um, I was. Um, scared and, and shocked and all the different feelings that you have. And, and so when they left, I, I just kind of laid in my bed, and I was, I was very sick. I was out of my body most of that time. And I laid in my bed, and I felt and saw this energy, green, emerald green energy. And I, it was as if somebody just, and I asked. I just said, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to die. Like, I need help. And I didn't. I didn't say it to somebody specific. I just said, I need help. Please help me. I didn't know who I was talking to. And I felt this presence, and I saw this green. I felt like I was literally like somebody was breathing life into me. And I, I had that experience for over 12 hours. And during that time, I was guided to keep my arms open as if I was receiving. And just this life was breathed into me. And the next morning, which was Mother's Day, um, mm. My first Mother's Day in the hospital, I, my fever broke. And, of course, the doctors called it a miracle. And, but I knew that it was Archangel Raphael, and I knew that I had just experienced um, the allowance of healing that we all have. We all have that ability to, to um, accept that. And I knew I had experienced it. So that really was a trigger for me that said, okay, Sonny, there's, this is not just a, you know, here and there once in a while. You have this amazing support why do you not let it in? Mm, what a powerful question. Why do you not let in the support that you have? Mm-hmm. And and also the, the prayer that you said, I used that very same one at and, and my 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 breaking point and, and that it was help me, help yeah. me and, and it's amazing how powerful that prayer is or that asking is. And you talk about a four step process in your book that really does assist individuals in connecting with their archangels. Will you go into that a little bit? Sure. The four step pro it's really very simple. It's um ask, allow, believe and receive. And the reason I shared it is because I think that a lot of times people do it a little bit different. Um they ask and then they want to receive and then they'll believe. <laughs> so <laughs> my experience is, you know, you've you got to ask. And it can be as simple as help me, just like you said, for your prayer as well. It can just be help. It doesn't have to be to a particular person, although sometimes people um, prefer that. And then allow, you know, release the need to control it. Get out of the way and allow that energy to move through you. Believe, trust that that energy is coming to you, that you deserve it, that you have a right to be happy and healthy and whole. And then 
you'll receive it. So I really think it's important to recognize that when you believe, you will receive. It doesn't work the other way around. Such an important point because we are always, we are so skeptical. We're wanting that proof all of the time. And I also like the point about the allowing. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, so many of us, I don't don't know, you know, uh, those of you that are listening, but I was a control freak, and so I couldn't allow anything. I had to be in control of everything. And and because I couldn't see it sometimes, um, then I I wasn't in control of it, so it it couldn't happen. And once I got out of my own way and once I allowed it, and, and sometimes for me that was just breathing, you know, taking a breath was my allowance. Um, then things could move. But when I was trying to hold on to it so tight, there's no way anything can move. So from that perspective of the allowing, and if, if, if it we're past the point of now saying, help me, let's say that we've gotten help and we've now moved forward a little bit and we're not quite as, as uh, uh, in the place that we were in, and now we're starting to decide what it is we want, uh, in the asking for something specific, because I think so often people hone in on something they want. They're wanting a, a soulmate or they're wanting a better job or they're wanting more money and they're asking for that specific thing. Talk about the expectation of the details in it and whether that is a hindrance or a help when it comes to asking the archangel. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think that I think that the details are for us. I think that we organize the details because that's how a lot of people's humans' brains are. Um, for me, my prayer is I'm open to receive. That's it. I'm open to receive. And, and I, I don't want to um, control it because, you know, some of the greatest things that have happened in my life have been the things that I didn't even know I wanted. I didn't even know existed. And if I were trying to make it so focused, I think that in, if you have a, if you have a, I, I, I want to heal, let's say, um, you know, if you want to be specific about it, I don't know that it's an issue to be specific about it. But what I do think is the problem or a challenge that so many human beings have is that we have an expectation of how that's going to show up. So yeah. if I say I, I, I want a soulmate um, and, and there, here's all the details, I might have an expectation that he's going to show up on Thursday night at 5 o'clock. And so I put that out there with that energy, too, Thursday night at 5 o'clock. And if then he doesn't show up on Thursday at 5 o'clock, then I don't believe it. And I think when we say, I am open to receive, then we allow um, the universe to work in, in, in perfect divine timing. And there is, there's, there's a variety of factors at play. And, and when, we, when we say, you know, um, angel, show me a sign that I'm on the right path, and I want that sign to be a feather um, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on my way to lunch, that's not the way it works. But we do hold those expectations, and then when they don't show up exactly the way that we think they're going to, then we don't believe it or we throw it all out the window. Yeah, I, I have always looked at my own life and I've said, you know, my best thinking got me where I am, so you know, <laughs> don't try to figure it out and tell the angels what to do. Simply just ask for help, and I think that that just keeps the the space open for anything because I have seen so often that asking for that highest good or that assistance, sometimes the outcome is so completely opposite of what I could have even fathomed as a being. And, and, and it's, it and it's trust, so too. Many. It's, it's, yes. it's that idea that, you know, I think sometimes people have a belief that, that um, the universe is out to get them and the universe is conspiring for you. And so if you have that innate belief and trust, then you know that it's going to happen in divine time. I don't have to 
we control it and organize it and say how and when and where and what, it, it, it's, it's in process. My guest today is Sunny Dawn Johnston, an inspirational speaker, a compassionate spiritual teacher, and internationally acclaimed psychic medium, as well as the author of Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul. Through the inspirational nine steps, Sunny guides the reader from a place of low vibration, pain, or darkness into the healing light and everyday presence of the archangels. She surrounds these teachings with vibrant personal insights from her own story, including poignant memories of when she herself began to call out to the archangels and opened herself to receiving their guidance and love. You can connect with Sunny at SunnyDawnJohnston.com. That's SunnyDawnJohnston.com. And you'll also find out about the Sedona October 31st Celebrate Your Life Conference that she'll be speaking at along with other events on her website, in addition to a second book that is now recently released, No Mistakes, with Madison Taylor and Heather Asamara along with a few other authors. So definitely check out Invoking the Archangels at SunnyDawnJohnston.com. We'll be right back. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. I invite you to take a look at my recent TED Talk entitled Conversations with the Universe based on my new book, Conversations with the Universe. And speaking of conversations, I'd love for you to take a moment and just close your eyes to breathe, to relax, to sit back in the space that you're in and allow yourself to really be in a place of knowing that there are angels and archangels all around you. See the emerald green energy that Sonny Don Johnston spoke of completely surrounding your body. Just allow that beautiful emerald color and energy to surround you and feel this energy moving within you as you affirm that you are healthy and whole and that well-being is your divine birthright. 
as you take this invocation as if it was said by you. I ask Archangel Raphael to surround me in his healing vibration of emerald green light. I am in need of healing at this time, and I ask that you infuse me with your healing energy. Please surround me and fill me with the health, well-being, and wholeness. Help me to heal any wounds, physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, from the past or present. Heal and restore every aspect of my being for the highest good of all. And so it is. And take a deep breath and just anchor yourself in that energy, knowing that it is already done and Archangel Raphael has taken care of all requests in this moment. This is from Sonny Don Johnson's book, Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul. And there are invocations for each of the archangels to assist you in developing your relationship with them. I think that's such a beautiful way. And as you break down these different archangels for us, you actually let us know what they deal with, uh, a color vibration, a gemstone, the invocation, along with your own personal experience. Tell me the importance of, of, of knowing uh, the, the color and then the gemstone, and, and, and is there a way to utilize even that? I know that you have, uh, in the very beginning, a beautiful way to develop a practice with the archangels that actually keeps us in a space of remembering them on a daily basis. So talk a little bit about how this book works for an individual. Well, so I, I do a little exercise in the very beginning of the book where I just ask you to um, intuitively uh, pick particular colors that go along with um, the different archangels. And that was the way I was introduced to them in the beginning uh, is I, I felt and saw them with color. And so my experience was a di- little bit different than other people's where I wasn't raised in, um, in, in religion that taught about angels or anything like that. They just appeared to me. And so color was really important. I could connect color blue with Michael and pink with Samuel and green with Raphael. And, and so I, I do, uh, at, at the beginning of the book, I, I ask, each person to use their intuition. So each day of the week is on there. And then I ask you to use your intuition and, and, and write down one of these colors next to each one of the um, days of the week. And then each color is the vibration that a particular archangel carries. So what happens is instead of you using my book and my book being the right answers, because it's not, it's just my experience, um, it gives you the opportunity to have your own experience. So, for example, if, if on Monday you put blue, then you would be working with Archangel Michael on Monday. And so you, you'd call in Michael and you might um, get a blue lapis stone and put it in your pocket or your purse or your bra and you would, you know, bring in Michael's invocation maybe and, and say, you know, Michael, surround me and, and protect me and guide me and allow me to experience you in a way that I know that you are present with me. And then throughout the day the synchronicities of life, which are always there, it's just if we're paying attention, um, at the end of the day you would journal what, what were those experiences, what were the things that were unusual, synchronistic, a little bit different than your normal everyday experience. And from that you can see, oh, Michael is around me. This happens all the time. I just never really paid attention. And then when you go to Tuesday and you call in Raphael and you use the color green and then you journal the synchronicities. So it starts to create your own personal relationship with the archangels. Um, it, it also seems as if it starts to create a basis of trust. Because absolutely. I think innately so many of us have 
a distrust of life, a distrust of people, a distrust that anything could happen for us. And so this kind of gives the linear mental uh, personality side of us that bit of proof that we seem to need to have. Yeah, th- yeah. Thank you for that. I, I, that that's that. Like I haven't even I, I didn't even observe that. But yes, that's very true that it does because then you start to see your evidence. Um, and and regardless of with, if we like it or not, physical beings do. We don't. We we want to evolve past that. But at this point, oftentimes we do want the proof. So it offers that. And the, and then of course yes, creating the trust. So that was an exercise that I felt like was very important because. Although I have a lot of information in the book and I share a, a lot of detail, it's my experience, and, and I'm certainly not one to say that because it's my experience it's going to be yours, but here's the foundation, here's some tools, and then allow yourself to follow your own guidance and develop your own relationship and let them show up in your life in your unique way because it's a very personal relationship. And, and that's such an important point because I think so often people will go to workshops or read books or see something uh, and they think, okay, I've got to do it exactly like that and then my experience is going to be exactly this way. Yeah. And, and they keep looking for something and they miss the real magic that just happened for them. So I'm so grateful for, to you for expressing that because we are each here uh, as experience, experiencing ourselves with our own unique way and perspectives in receiving. Well, and it's so important, and we, we're not all the same, and we're not supposed to be, and we do oftentimes, yes, we try to, to, to copy or to, to do it exactly the right way, and I'm here to tell you, and if you read the book, um, everything in here will say there's no, there is no right way, there's just a way, and sometimes we discover that that way works, and sometimes we discover that it doesn't, but it, 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 if, you, if you stay in your heart and you call on their presence, you will experience them. You just may not know that you are. That's why some of these tools may help. And the other thing that I really like about the the daily uh, relationship practice that you have initiated people into right in the beginning is having that slowly developing foundation of trust then lets us stay in order of your four-step process, and we're not waiting to receive to then believe. We've kind of moved a little past that because we've already built some of the trust that's necessary. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's so interesting because as you point some of these things out, I mean, I've been talking about this book, and and I haven't had people point out some of the things you are, so I appreciate that. And, And as you point them out, it's interesting because so much of my book was guided um, and I was present writing it, but it was very much it moved through me. And, and I think that just like that, just that point that you just said was beautiful because it, it, it shows, even me, and I wrote it, that they're working with you always. And we need to have this experience before we can read this and recognize it and own it and, and, and have it be truth. And so it, it is laid out. I didn't lay it out. They did. Um, but it's laid out in a way that, that works with us, these, phys- you know, these spiritual beings in this physical body. Well, I think it's, it's, it's beautiful in, in that way. And as I read through it, I also felt um, so much for many parents and, and how they can support their children because the children are seeing these things. The children are feeling these things in a way that many of us as adults have forgotten how to. And so I know you're a mother, 
Talk about how you allow your own child or how you would advise a parent to not discount the experiences that their child is having and help them become aware, too, that they can have their own relationships. Well, I think that nowadays um, so many of the kids are, are coming in and they're pushing against the system, right? They're, they're here to teach us to embrace our gifts. So the, the kids are really the teachers. And I don't think that, you know, at least when I was growing up, that was not the way it was, right? Um, and, and not that everybody agrees with that at this point either. But what I observe, because I have lots of parents come to me with their kids and they don't understand what their kids are talking about and they don't understand what it is they're even doing. And some of the parents aren't even open to any of this, but somebody refers them and says, hey, you need to get some help. And the one thing that I think is so important, and, and, and I learned this by not doing it the healthy way, by not doing it the way that would have been the most supportive to my first son, um, is always, always, always support them in their experience and be honest and, and, and true with them. And the reason I think that is so important because as parents, you know, I'll give an example from my life. When I was growing up, I was intuitive when I was young, and I had lots of different intuitions and experiences, and I would ask the people around me, um, you know, move and they'd say no we're not going anywhere we're not going to move and uh, and then I'd have that feeling again are we going to move and no we're not happened a lot well so two days later we'd be packing stuff up in the middle of the night so what that did was it taught me several things it taught me number one not to trust my intuition Hmm. number two it taught me not to trust anybody else and so for many years, I would have those feelings. I would have that insight. I would have that knowing, but I didn't believe it, not, not because um, I wasn't getting the outside validation, but because so many times when I did have a feeling, it was wrong, but then it actually ended up being right. So never negate the truth for a child. So a lot of times parents come to me and say, well, we're not going to tell the kids that we're separating. The kids know. And if we can speak to them in a way that at least honors the feelings that they're having, because that creates trust issues that oftentimes never heal. Mm, that is so important because we, I, I fully agree with you that the children are really our teachers. And, and if we just allow and accept that what they're seeing or feeling is a possibility and real for them and yes. just affirm them, um, and then go and do our own work. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then and, all of a sudden we have served ourselves yeah. and served them and allowed uh, humanity to continue to raise vibration rather than uh, inflicting beliefs as beliefs were inflicted upon us. Absolutely. And so often, you know, our, our, our kids, you know, that's a lot of my book and uh, is about my, my son and what an amazing teacher he was and, and how many things he taught me that, that – um, I'm so, so grateful for, but they were so difficult because I was the parent. I'm supposed to be the one in charge. That's what we think. <laughs> yep, and it's not <laughs> true. <laughs> Most definitely. I'm here with Sunny Dawn Johnston, and she is the author of Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul. And it is a beautiful instructional book where you will learn how to call out to each individual archangel. You'll know them by name and you'll develop your own special relationship with them. In this way, you can then start to uh, support the co-creation of your life in a different way, regardless of the area of life that that is. 
through her heartwarming prose, she forms a very clear picture of the abundant energy, vibration, and unconditional love that each of the archangels have for us. You can find out more about Sunny Dawn Johnston at sunnydawnjohnston.com. And while you're ordering Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, you can also order her latest release in combination with Madison Taylor and Heather Asamara, which is entitled No Mistakes. So definitely check out both of those books. We'll be right back with Sonny Don Johnston. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. As you move through Sunny Don Johnson's book, Invoking the Archangels, you will discover the nine steps that can be applied to all types of areas in your life. She goes deeper into the steps of awareness and looking within Uh, As you move then into choice, commitment, and responsibility, it guides you into the steps of action, releasing and replenishing that you uh, are to place into your life to allow this to unfold, and then maintenance and appreciation, all of which connect you more deeply to your archangels and allow the archangel process to support your life in expanding in deep new ways. I'd love for you to, once again, just let yourself sit back and breathe, allow yourself to take in the energy of Archangel Gabriel, visualizing a white light as you breathe through your body, the white light of Gabriel coming down from the heavens and entering your body through your head. As you sit in this energy, feel the clarity about the communication in your throat and say thank you. Say thank you out loud with a full heart, allowing that clear communication to move through you completely as this invocation is taken in through your body. I now invoke the mighty and powerful Archangel Gabriel and his energy of communication and strength. Please bring me insight and awareness 
so that I may always speak my truth, remove all doubts and fears, and allow me to express myself in a loving way through the body, mind, and spirit. Please help me to share my words in a way that is gentle, kind, and loving. Please help me communicate from my heart. Thank you. And so it is. Have gratitude for Archangel Gabrielle for the beautiful white light energy that has come down and surrounded and been infused within you. As you breathe out, breathe in, filling each inhale and exhale with gratitude. And that is from invoking the Archangels. I want to go into a couple of things uh, around what these Archangels are really here to show us about us. Are we ourselves angels? And... uh, and allowing ourselves to tap into the aspects of these archangels that lay within us when we allow ourselves to have relationships? You know, uh, in my experience, um, we uh, physical beings are not angels or archangels. Uh, We have qualities of them, and we are... um, oftentimes have people in our lives that we might say, oh, they're my angel, or when my grandma dies, she's my angel. In my um, awareness, um, angels don't live in physical bodies, so they're not male or female, although we give them masculine and feminine names. Uh, They don't literally have a body, and so they are spirit beings. Uh, So oftentimes when people say, well, you know, my grandma's my angel, it's really just semantics, just language, but... Uh, from my awareness, angels have not walked a physical, um, been born into a physical body. They can, however, take on the form of a physical body if they chose. So when when you, you when you ask if if um, if we can have the qualities of the angels, absolutely. I think that that's part of of why we bring them into our lives is to to help us expand our light and to help us. Um, open to even greater um, vibrational harmony. And so when we call in, you know, um, Archangel Zadkiel for forgiveness, and we do forgiveness work, uh, it, it, it starts to move some of the density of pain that we may have been carrying in our body and allows us to get to that place of appreciation. And when we have more appreciation in our body, we're less dense. And when we're less dense, we're a higher vibration, when we're a higher vibration, we can connect more with, with the spirit world in whatever form you choose. So deceased loved ones, guides, angels. Uh, so when we're working with them, we're bringing their energy in, we absolutely can um, take on some of the qualities as they support us in our, in our experiences. And as individuals are moving through different challenges or obstacles that arise, uh, so often we can shield the heart uh, and really stay in our heads or feel like we can't get into the heart or we are numb. Uh, is, I want to talk about how this is actually a, a process to heal that space of the heart to allow it. It's, because so often we think, gosh, I've got to feel it. I have to know that it's in the heart, but I can't get to the heart, so they must not be hearing me or they must not be. There's no way that what I'm asking for is going to happen because I can't even get into my own heart about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk a little bit about how that uh, is supported so that people can feel more comfortable. Well, so the nine-step process uh, is is the process that I was guided to do. I didn't actually know I was doing a process, Um, but these were the steps that I was guided to take in healing my own heart, um, and, and more than once. Uh, but the, the major um, challenge for me was learning to love myself. I didn't have 
um, any self-esteem um, or, or, or value in myself. And I felt, I, you know, I was overweight and I quit school when I was 15 and I ended up on food stamps and welfare and I had uh, an alcoholic as a boyfriend. I had all kinds of stories about why I wasn't good enough. And uh, when I started working with the Archangels is when they would, would give me these little tips. And so that's where the nine-step process comes in because this is the actual – These are the things I did myself to get from that very low vibrational place, that place of really self-hatred and and um, and pain, to a place of self-love and joy and peace and hope. So my process is, and you did mention some of the steps that you know. I think that everything starts with awareness. We have to be we have to be aware of of whatever the issue is, the challenge, the emotion, the illness. Um, and once we're aware, then we actually can do something about it. But without awareness, uh, we just kind of live in, sometimes it's denial. People call it a lot of different things. But we need to have the awareness. Um, we move into step step two, which is looking within. And I think this one's important because a lot of people look outside of themselves. When they have a problem, they ask everybody else around them. Instead, my suggestion was go inside. And when you go inside, the guidance there is is, is clear if you listen. But oftentimes we get so distracted with everybody else and what everybody else has said that we don't even ask within ourselves. And we move through, you know, making a choice and moving into making a commitment and and actually um, honoring ourselves or a particular situation or or, um, um, committing to making, uh, taking a step even. Uh, And and we move into my favorite step, which is responsibility. Uh, When we blame other people for where we are, we give them our power. When we take responsibility for our life and our journey and our choices and our experiences, good, bad, or otherwise, we take that power back. And when you blame someone else, your healing is in their hands. When you take responsibility, your healing is in your hands. Mm. I know for me, I want my healing in my hands because certainly the people that I would blame are not even thinking about me and what I need. So um, step five is my favorite. I think it's the most critical. We move to step six, which is taking action. Step seven is important, releasing, letting go of the pain, letting go of the judgment, letting go of the criticism, and replenishing, filling back up. That's the one a lot of people miss. They release, they release, they release, they release, they release, but then they don't fill back up. So then they automatically Mm. attract right back to them what they already knew with a different face or a different job or whatever, but they bring that same vibration to them because they didn't fill themselves up with the light and the peace and the harmony. Then we move to maintenance, maintaining your own energy, getting your nose at everybody else's business and making sure that you're taking care of your own energy and honoring your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. And then step nine is appreciation. That is the, the you know, when, when we come to a place where we can appreciate the, the initial awareness, the, the challenge, we also move to a place of forgiveness. And that journey is, you know, some people say, well, how long does it take? Well, some people it takes a day. You can walk through that whole process in a day. Some people it takes 15 years. You know, it just it really just depends on your, on your level of willingness and releasing. Beautiful. I want to thank you, Sunny, for being on 1111 Talk Radio and sharing yourself and your work uh, in so many different ways. She is the author of Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, and the new release with Madison Taylor and Heather Asamara that is entitled No Mistakes. 
You can also connect to her at Celebrate Your Life in Sedona, October 31st, and other events that are listed on her website, which is SunnyDawnJohnston.com. Next week, my guest will be Pamela Atwater, and we will be talking about Children of the New Earth. And I'm going to close out this show with some of the beautiful affirmations uh, with the angels that Sunny has in her book. I know that the angels love me and are guiding me right now. I accept the angels' love. My angels and I enjoy new opportunities to give service to the world. The angel of inspiration guides me to do anything I truly desire. I am divinely guided by the angel of happiness. I am divinely guided by the angels toward optimal health. I am peace. I am divinely guided by the angel of patience. I trust my loved ones will be protected by the angels. I believe in the universe's messengers, the angels. I'm Simran Singh. Until next week, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.